Man, you're a minute late. Uh, the just, clock was the clock was ticking, my friend. The just, clock was ticking. I I I I like how you're all up my ass. For, uh, you know, for, I got I got to got to somebody's got to keep you on your toes. Calling at five oh one instead of five o'clock. You just yeah. you're just being a petty bitch at this point. <laughs> well, hey, what do we got going on today? Well, I mean, I I pushed off scheduling a call with Billy because I thought we might have plenty to talk about today. Uh, and then Good. I can always just tell Billy that you you pushed it off and uh, kind of get him a little more worked Let, up. Let's so let's just not more... tell Billy. No, but let's just not tell Billy anything. <laughs> Sounds like a solid plan. I feel like uh, this is this is a departure from your recent uh, uh, attitude about Billy. You were you're all pumped up on yourself for having lost six pounds out of out of eighty, and and thinking no. you were a tough guy again. That you're talking about kicking him in the head and shit like that. So Let, you know. let's just let's tell Billy the podcast has been canceled. It doesn't. <laughs> there's no podcast anymore. He doesn't even need to know. I saw you know. Cancel you think you're cult, slick. Cancel culture got to us, <laughs> right? And you think you're slick? You think I don't see you tagging his daughter on TikTok? And she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get him a TikTok." No, Billy doesn't need a TikTok. Billy's got two social medias that are enough for him. Okay, he doesn't need any more. I forgot I tagged his daughter. That's I. I did. I did. You're right. You did. You did. <laughs> Well, yeah, we don't need that. All right. Well, I would love for Billy to get a TikTok just just so uh, just so he could comment on things. I and 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 see what the foolishness you're doing over there. I think that might <laughs> no, that no. might that might throw him into a violent rage. I don't know. All that on that actually may throw him over the edge. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, yeah. Now, so now in fairness, I was yeah. told I was told by him though uh, when I talked to him on uh, Friday. Or Thursday night, maybe it was. I don't remember. It's been so long now uh, that uh, if we were to discuss him on a podcast, for me to let him know and kind of give him like a timestamp so he could just jump to it. He did. I actually, I did. I did see him say that. So, uh, <laughs> just um, let's timestamp him the wrong time. I don't know. I, oh, yeah, deceiving the man. That's that's gonna go on your list. All oh, right. come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, so uh, I I feel like we left things when we where we left things last week, uh, right? Previously on the furlough files uh, was that you were still uh, kind of in a bitter battle, feud, rivalry, uh, uh, name the term uh, with uh, your internet provider spectrum which i guess is, right they're really technically like are they more of a cable company i don't know but uh i don't know what they are they suck that's what they are yeah <laughs> so so uh i i think that before we get into anything actually interesting i feel like there are a few people <laughs> that that uh actually powered through the last two podcasts and might w want a resolution of this of this situation if there was a resolution well so just to kind of recap, my internet went out on, uh, it's been out since the 28th of July. So what is that? What's oh, today? The 8th? No, today's the 10th. What are you talking about? So it's, it, it went out the 28th. Okay. Mm -hmm. The guy comes, he puts in a new router, new modem. This is after days of days. They didn't show up. They showed, you know, they told me they were going to come. They never came. And, and this kept coming. No guy, call. When this guy shows up to bring it, it's at like 10 o'clock at night, right? 
Right, and he does it. He fixes it. It works for about four hours, and then it stops working. Right. Uh, Internet's dead. Um, now, you know, I'm, I, I'm calling. They, they can't get anybody out here. So, you know, we went to our, our good friend of the show, Bobby Rogers. His sister happens to uh, work for them. And well, well, you're, you're kind of glossing over it. Didn't, like, you didn't know that. I didn't know that, but I made a, a post or a tweet. And then you, oh, he saw the title of the show and he called me and said, what's wrong with Spectrum? So I explained the story to him. He had me on speakerphone. The sister was there. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to handle this. You know, I got that's, this. That's when it's, see, you're, 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 you're doing a poor job of storytelling here because then it was revealed to you that his sister is a big muckety muck with the company. Right, she's somewhere up on the chain. Like when when this lady calls, uh, people start stuttering and shaking in their boots and get nervous. Well, so when they called me back to tell me that you know they're gonna have an appointment, this, that, and the other, the lady mentioned her name, like mentioned Bobby's sister's name, which I'm not gonna say her name on the air, but mentioned her his sister's name as like we know you know her, like mm-hmm. it was it was like we know you know her, and we are we are gonna get on this. But they didn't get on it right away because they're like, we don't have anybody in your area. So I had to wait all the way till yesterday. Uh, yesterday was the day that they could get somebody out here. So he shows up uh, early. And now we've had, you know, I've had the tech come out. We've replaced the modem, a router. Uh, they got me troubleshooting like I worked for the company. Uh, all the way since the 28th. This guy comes out yesterday. It's almost two weeks. And, That's almost two weeks. Right, yeah. right. So he gets, he pulls in yesterday and I knew things were going to be okay because he pulled in and I went outside and we met and he goes, he said, Hey, how are you? I said, Hey, how you doing? And he goes, where you from? That's what he said to me. And I said, where are you from? Because we both knew we locked eyes and he goes, I'm from New York. You smelled, I, was like, oh, I was born in New York. You smelled the I dollar said, pizza slice on each other's breath. Right, right. And he said, I'm from New York. And I said, oh, I was born in New York, but I, I grew up in South Florida. And he's like, Queens. I was like, oh, I was, I when my first, like, as a baby, we lived in Queens, in Astoria. And he's like, what? And then uh, he gets out, and it was already like, we're cool, right? Like, like it was, he knew he wasn't leaving here till my internet was fixed yesterday. Because can't, can't leave the a connection. Fellow New Yorker hanging. Right. So then he's like, you Yankees or Mets? I'm like, Yankees. He's like, I'm Mets. I'm like, oh. oh, no. I said, all right. I said, you Giants or Jets? He said, Jets. I said, I'm Giants. Oh, no. And, uh, this is this is right. This is chink in the armor. This is Blake Chadwick territory. Right. Right. And uh, picking the wrong the wrong New York teams here. Right. But but we were cool about it. Right. And we just started shooting the shit about sports a little bit. It was but like, I knew it was like a mini subway series all happening in your front yard. Right. But I knew. He wasn't leaving until it was fixed. So he does some tests and he's like, you know what? It's the, he said, I think it's the cable. And I said, well, that's great. Nobody ever checked the cable. He went outside. He was the outside cable, for about the cable that you've mentioned to them, like, right. Like two it's or not three buried, times by the way. The cable buried. that's not buried. It's not right. buried since April. It's exposed to the world. My lawn guy has to lift it up every time he mows the lawn. So how many, he times, goes outside. How many times did he not lift it up before he lifted it up? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing. He goes outside. He's outside for about 20 minutes. He comes in, and he goes, I found the problem. I said, what's the problem? He goes, the cable was loose in the box 
that's all the way by the street, it was loose. And he goes, it's probably loose because they didn't fucking bury it. And people have been pulling and tugging on it. It came loose. And I said, you know what? They're probably right. I said, they're not burying this thing, though. So he's like, let me finish this, and then we'll get to the burying part. So he, he fixes it, fixes everything. We're, we're working full steam. Shows me everything. And uh, this is how I know he was a good dude. I gave him a – I did the review, which I never do the reviews for those things. I gave him five stars. I put him over because he goes, I'm going to be real with you, man. You want a faster internet? Go buy your own router. The routers we give you are trash. So he goes on Amazon, shows me, you know, like like trying to hook me up, like, hey, get buy this one. It's the one I have. And so I was like, all right, this guy's a good dude. So he goes to look in the notes, and he goes, oh, there's already a note in here that your line has got to be buried. He said, did you tell somebody? Now, mind you, I did not mention it this entire, the 28th to now. I've never mentioned the line wasn't buried you, to the people but, on the phone. But you mentioned it to his sister, right? Right. So he sees the note in there from his sister, from Bobby's sister, saying this line's got to be buried. So he adds to it. He goes, let me add to it. And he adds, this line's got to be buried. And uh, so he's like, you know, we'll take care of you, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, whatever. He says, bye, bye, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I get this morning, I wake up and Bobby's calling. I mean, it's 730. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He goes, the line will be buried Thursday. <laughs> I, love, I said what? I love he how said, how a yeah. re, like a relative that doesn't work for the company right. is calling you with the appointment, not <laughs> not yeah. anyone officially from Spectrum. From Spectrum, I said, "What do I have to do?" He goes, "Nothing. You don't even have to be home. They're going to bury the line Thursday." <laughs> yeah, so it gets buried. It's been since April. I have a feeling that this would have been till next April if nobody ever, you know. If I didn't have the connection here. And what, so, cl what clever thing did I say to you yesterday? What'd you say? I when remember. I asked if they buried the line, you were like, no. I said, well, that that's a coincidence because we're about to bury them tomorrow. On the oh, podcast. yeah. Well, it's funny. So when Bobby called, he said, you know, they're going to bury the line. It'll be Thursday. Blah, blah, blah. I said, right. He goes, I actually asked him if they'd bury Nick as well. They said no. Oh, God, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. It, I, well, since you brought up Nick, um, the dick. uh <laughs> Did he? Uh, a, I need a mustache update. Did he shave it up off? It looked like he kind of cleaned his lip off the other day. He I, did. He cleaned it up. He cleaned the whiskers on his chin. I mean, it was it was pathetic. Yeah. I mean, it, it it was it was bad. Yeah, he cleaned it up. He's he's he definitely cleaned it up. Yeah. All right. Because well, he's got a girlfriend now, so he's got to you know. Oh, she probably laid down the line. She next thing you know, she'll make him a make him make a Facebook post about how they're uh, in a relationship. Holy shit! Oh, you went there. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for context, you better just let everybody know. Just for the record, Blake Chadwick is now in a Facebook relationship. Our buddy. Well, and they caught, and this I, morning, we I all even, saw it. I don't, even last feel, night. I don't even feel bad about blowing a spot up because it's it's publicly posted on Facebook. Right, um, right. Now, now let's, let's just say, like, if this was, uh, like, still the 90s when we were kind of growing right. up. Uh, this these posts will be followed up with a bunch of posts calling him gay, you know. For right, right, <laughs> right. Well, so so I would just say my I saw it. My reaction was immediately to message you 
the picture that his new girlfriend posted, and I was like, this has got to be a meme. Well, well now, uh, now here's the funny thing, is that my phone I, was, I guess, off for charging or, or had died, and then I plugged in the charge and hadn't turned it on. Um, right. And uh, I had seen his post, which said, in a, it was just as vague, but uh, as, like, <laughs> it's like if you're trying to uh, appease somebody with the most minimal... <laughs> possible he didn't tag her in it and say with it was just in a relationship he could have been in a in a 10 minute relationship with a ham sandwich for all we knew you know uh from this post uh but then because he was tagged in her post it was whatever her name is in a relationship with blake chadwick right and then of course i had to then click on because i had to then click on her Right. And then I start seeing a, a, a flood of pictures of her and him that we had never seen because. Right, cause, because it's almost like we never knew this existed. Right. I didn't. It was a <laughs> no, K- he's I know. the kayfabe right. king. Uh, right. And uh, and we're like, oh, he's been seeing this girl a while. Uh, and then I, I, what was funny is, uh, how do you want to tell this? What order? But uh, so I had come across this this picture where it's her blowing out uh, the candle on a on like a, a slice of like fucking cake at some restaurant, and it's her birthday post, and it's with it. She's happy to be with Blake, and it's it's Instagram stuff, and he's tagged with his Instagram handle. Uh, and the look he's giving her in that like brief second, like they're sitting in a booth next to each other, and it's a shot of her blowing out the candle on the cake, and the look is like, what would you say, like? 50% disgust and 50% yes. like disdain or something. They're very <laughs> close emotions, but I could, right. I, I felt like two things out of it. Uh, it's just a side eye shot. It's like a total like side eye shot. And it's probably right. like, it's, it's like, it's like a, it's the face of like, he's looking at her like, what the fuck are you doing? That's what the face looks like. Or, and like, like maybe there's judgment in it. Like right. maybe there's like a, cheat day a cheat day involved or uh, you know something and i saved the picture because it was like we have in our internal chat anytime a good picture of any of us comes up we're always using them against each other creating internal dialogue only memes like if these saw the light of day publicly uh, it would be a disaster for us, but uh, right. <laughs> there's some real fucking savage jokes that are told within the four of us. Uh, and uh, so I downloaded it and I made two. I made one where it ke- you know the four blocks where it keeps zooming in, where the last block is just like his face, like a close-up right. of the disgusted face. And then the other one was just the photo, like zoomed back out. And uh, I wrote text like he's like internally talking or muttering under his breath. This is I'm gonna like smother you in your sleep or strangle you. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's and, the and, look. It, yeah. So right. I go to sl- I I I think I go to sleep. Yeah, because it was I I think I sent it to you like sometime it was late. It was late, and I get this I get this message from you with the picture that I hadn't posted yet in our group. That right. said, this has to become a meme. And I'm like, that's funny. I've already made two of it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. And I so I sent one right after you said that to our group. And yeah. then I woke up in the morning and sent the other one. 
Uh, and then we talked and we were laughing over the fact that uh, you had sent it to me and I'd all, right. I was way ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, though. That was our first thought. And then, uh, of course, the the first one I sent, he like totally no sold. He didn't like right. he, he didn't react it, yeah. to it at all. And then the second one, yeah. he just wrote, wow. Like he's, you could tell he's not happy that we are now aware of this situation. Right. That we were not aware of whatsoever. Right. Right. And now we're having a, we're starting to, uh, and I got to tell you, I, I know he doesn't listen to the podcast, but I got a message from someone today that said, did you know about this? Someone <laughs> that we all know. And I said, not really. <laughs> I think it was a surprise to everybody. What a mutual friend. Like, I know him? A, a mutual, right, right. Oh, you're going to have to tell me off the air or give me some initials right now. Oh, you know this person. The, these people very well. These people. It's two. It's two. We'll, we'll talk about I don't want to throw anybody under the bus on the air. Are Come these on. Are these men or women? Women, of course. Oh, it's probably DV and JJ. Uh, close. <laughs> close. You, you got one of them right. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh all right, I, I know. I know the good the, they're in that chat. Okay. I, I yeah. get yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. They were like, Did the, you know about this? The, and I was like, Whoa, why am I being questioned? The other tall like, the other tall blonde. Yeah. I know. Right. Okay. I'm like, right. why am I being questioned on Blake's dating status? I was like, I had no clue. Right. These gir- girls think guys talk about women the way say right. women talk about guys to with each other. It's like right. and, and, and if, even if he did tell me, what was I supposed to clue them in? Like <laughs> I don't understand. Like <laughs> why is that my job? Yeah. Uh, it's like we don't talk about feelings or right. or our girlfriends or that that shit doesn't I mean I mean if, if anybody got a look into our group chat, it's basically around wrestling, food. Right, like wrestling and food are a major part of of what we post, and usually it's one of us bitching about something right. somewhere along the way. Well, also, yeah. also, it's where we uh, shit on other people, like right, right, but, right, and send TikToks to each other. Yes, but, yes, you know. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> a lot of memes right. and TikToks for sure. Right, right. It, it's so. it's so like superficial and like (laughs) meaningless it's like like mean girls but you know (laughs) yeah 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 we we don't have any conversations of any quality in there no i don't i'm not sure we've gotten to know each other any better as people in the last five years (laughs) right oh right so yeah but uh i so I, i i mean I got internet. We're good. Internet's working. Yeah. Uh, of course, there's a bad storm right now, and I'm like, oh, this is this is what happened last time. The true so. test. Right. Because that cable's um, still unburied. Right. It's I. Well, so this morning I looked outside and I was like, after Bobby had called me, and I go, I don't even see the cable, but uh, it was just it was kind of he kind of like moved it a little bit like on the in the grass, so it wasn't like through the middle of my yard. He kind of like snaked it around, so uh, it's there, but he. Uh, it made it a little safer so it didn't get like run over but yeah so but that, uh that cable's been sitting on top of your lawn how long have you had that house how long have you had the well not the house but i mean how long have you had spectrum a year since april april oh, april. oh so not that long right Maybe i got it in april i switched from uh at&t to so spectrum in april four months or something like that Right, right. But still, like, I mean, you don't leave it hanging out there. Yeah. I'm assuming they would have never come and fixed it if I didn't have the hookup. No. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if you called enough, maybe, but. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, so we got internet. We're good. Uh, you know, that's that's the excitement of that story. Uh, we, we beat the hell out of that one. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. But I, I did have another story yeah. that I I brought up to you yesterday that I've never told. I've never oh, no. told you. You need to tell these as in-depth and detailed as possible. Right, like, and I've I never need, told this story. I, I didn't to, know that you didn't know this story. We need to hear about, like, specifics on on all the hangouts and all the ridiculousness because this is right. yeah so so we're gonna t- we're gonna go back in time here this is early 2000s uh me and eric we were wrestling we were the vandals uh and we were uh you know we were young um we were in shape <laughs> i didn't look like i look like now like a big uh, old right I was, I was, I mean, I was pretty jacked and I had like no fat. I mean, I was pretty, I was pretty solid. Look, calm calm down. I've seen the picture. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I could, I could say you weren't fat. Uh, The rest of it. I wasn't fat. No, no. Yeah. I'll I'll agree on that part of it. The, the jacked and whatever. Let's, let's relax. I mean, you know, (laughs) but anyway, so we were, we were like the hottest thing in Florida wrestling at that time, like tag team. Uh, We were. You know, I mean, the ladies loved us. Nothing's changed there. Uh, we were just, we were hot, right? We were hot on the scene. Well, and you and um, you played that gimmick up. I think you guys right. embraced that whole, like, uh, lady, like the ladies love you. Th- I mean, you guys had a shirt. What, did right, you have that? I was about to just say that. <laughs> so ahead. the shirt that, our first shirt we ever had made, we were tag team champions. Uh, we were working for Bobby at the time. Bobby was running the most successful promotion in South Florida, one of the probably the most successful in the United States at that time. And uh, we were the tag team champions and we were drawing, I mean, the shows would sometimes have, you know, a couple thousand people, thousand people, you know, eight, 900. It was, he always had big shows, right? I mean, Davey Rodeo was a couple, four, three, 4,000. Um, and we were the tag team champions. And Bobby's idea for the first shirt ever was he goes, I got this idea. I'm going to make a shirt. It's going to say, I've been vandalized. Now, he didn't tell us the concept of the shirt. He just said it's going to be tank tops. And the tank top's going to say, I've been, I've been vandalized. Because we were the vandals. Right. So we were which, like, oh, awesome. Which cool. could imply, like, like you know, you know, it, uh, more of right. the violent side of things. that Or, or, or that you, they just saw you perform. But this was, yes. Yeah. Go right. Ahead, ahead. So the shirts come out, and I remember we get to the show that day, and uh, we're how, we're all excited. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, how excited were you? First shirt. Yeah, well, because we were it's our first shirts ever. Um, you know, we were so young and new to the business, and we were super pumped. Like, I mean, I've been a wrestling fan my whole life. I was about to have my own shirt. So he takes the shirts. He opens the box, <laughs> takes the shirt out, and they're black tank tops that say, "I've been vandalized." Bobby didn't tell us that I've been vandalized was going to be written as if we jizzed on the shirt and it looked like I've been vandalized was written across and it looked like dripping cum. That's what it looked like. And it's funny because I think a normal person's reaction would have been like, oh, my God, me and Eric looked at each other. We're like, this is fucking awesome. Uh, and it was marketed towards the women. It And I bet you subliminally, like be, it just like like to the right type of wrestling fan that it right. it convinces them it, it like i bet you just seeing you guys in those shirts turned a few girls into rats for you like just it's oh easily it's right it's just like that that hidden like message that, right that kind of goes into their brain all all show right so uh that night we i mean 
you know, we they were on sale, so we wore them to the ring. And uh, I remember we came out, big show, rodeo arena, you know, you know, fifteen hundred people there, and we got in the ring, and we were we came out first, and uh, uh, at the time I think we were we came out first or something. I don't remember what the match was, and we looked around, and I looked at Eric, and I said. There's like 30 girls wearing this tank top right now in the crowd, like just spread out through the crowd. And they're all looking at us like, I've been vandalized. Like, and it became a thing at that point, right on point. What you said is they, they would wear the shirt. And then like when we would come out to the ring, they would, you know, you know, you're slapping hands or whatever. And they would go vandalize me. And I'm like, these girls all want to be jizzed all over. This is insane. <laughs> like Bobby is a fucking genius. It's almost like you got to like at the afterwards be like, you got to earn that shirt. It doesn't just, you, you almost, you can own that shirt, but you haven't earned the right, right to wear that shirt. Yet. Right. But it, it was insane because, uh, you know, and then like, you know, I would wear the shirt everywhere at the time, the tank top, like I'd be going to the supermarket wearing, and people would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, you know, but we, he sold, you know, Bobby like, sold like you wearing a shirt shorts. saying you've been vandalized. I know. Right? It's right. Like, like, like a little weird. Yeah. It's yeah. like, a, yeah, it's implying you might, uh, you know, play for the other team, right. you know? Right. Right. <laughs> well, but the shirts were, I mean, they were only tank tops, but then like we started seeing guys wearing them and, oh my God. and it wasn't, I think they were wearing them just because they thought it was cool. Like, you know, like it wasn't like. <laughs> They didn't want to be vandalized. They just thought it was cool, right? right. Like, you know. But uh, yeah, we I, and it's funny because I don't even have one. I never saved one. Uh, Eric may have one still. I, I gotta find out because that was uh, was probably the coolest shirt ever. Just because in that time, I mean, young and the women, we were just like the women loved us wrestling. So it was, you know, they were all wearing them. And, Plus, you and, could you could get away with all of this bullshit back then. Right, right. It was so easy to right, and they, but they loved it, you know. I mean, like, like I said, we would come out to the ring, and they would just be like, "I want you to vandalize me," or like, you know, after the show, you'd be at like the after party, and they'd be like, "So, like, you know, you're gonna vandalize me?" It was, it became a thing, you know, uh, and it was like it was crazy being so young, and you know, we thought we were rock stars at that time. Um, but it leads me to this story. This is how we're, we're going to go with this. Is, well, before you get into that, though, I, yeah. I mean, you, you, it's also like the Kavor, the you combine it with the Kavorka, and it, it, it was probably insane. And you, I know that we made that one shirt like years later, when you, yeah, like the the last uh, before you became a Slambino and you were still Tommy Vandal. We made that because it was a I'm a Paul Heyman guy shirt, right? And we made a I'm a Tommy Vandal girl shirt. And right. we made it like in like teal or aqua or something with pink, yeah, and I still so those pink still, letters I still have some, and so we we uh, we made a bunch of those. And they, I I mean, first of all, they would have sold better, except that you had everyone wanting a freebie, and you you're a soft right, touch. Right. But also, right. I just remember we were at a show with Jackie and Jessica and Jessica's niece. Yes. Yes. And she's like, I want a, I want a, a Tommy Vandal shirt. And Judd's goes like, absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, I still have those shirts. I honestly, I think I want to say I have like six or seven of them somewhere oh. that say I'm a Tommy Vandal girl. And sometimes I would wear that out too a lot just because <laughs> I had them and I would wear them and people would be like, what the fuck is this guy wearing? It's <laughs> my daughter has one still that she sometimes wears to bed 
that yeah. she has. But I have them somewhere, like six or seven of them. That's funny. Yeah, that was a. But, it was a good design. It was a good color thing. I. Uh, you it know. was right, right. And it was obviously it was made for women, but right. You know, um, but it leads to this story. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling you that yesterday about it, and you were like, "Well, you never told this story." Uh, so I feel like it's got to be told. So somewhere in the early two thousands, I, I don't remember the year. It's, that time of my life is a little hazy. Yeah. Uh, we were tag team champions, hottest thing. Vandal shirts with dripping comb, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, we were we were like on top of the world. We honestly thought we were rock stars. Um, we obviously lived in Boca Raton, Florida, and at that time, there was a tennis player also out of Boca Raton, Florida, who was like top tennis player in the world. His name was Andy Roddick. If you know tennis, he's I mean he's pretty famous. Uh, he's won a lot of he was great ranked, like championships. He was ranked number one in the world. Number one in the world, right? So. Uh, at this time, he was hot. Like he was, he was a hot tennis player at this time. He may have been number one at this time. I don't. I don't even know. But he was. He lived in our town, and he, um, me and Eric had some mutual friends. We used to go to this bar in in Boca, and we had mutual friends from this bar, and that's how we ended up meeting him. And he was like. He wanted to go to a wrestling show. He he found out we were wrestlers, and he was like, I want to go to a show, because we were, like, hanging out one night, whatever. And uh, we took him to – we got him to come – like, him and a, came with a group of people to the show, to one show to start. That you were, uh, that so you were wrestling on? Yeah, so it was okay. at the Davy Arena, Davy Rodeo Arena, and he came to the show. Now, we were not tag team champions that night. We were – the challenge. Wait, wait. He went to his first show was the Davy Arena show, or you guys did more than one? No, no, we did more than one. We were okay. doing them. We were doing them every couple months. So okay, okay, okay. He uh, not he the came so, to the show. Not the King of Carnage one, though. No, he he was at that show. I'm almost certain he was at that show, though. Okay. But so he came to the first show. We got him. You know, he came with our boys, whatever. And uh, you know, he he was Punisher, who was a seven foot monster of a man. Uh, he was a wrestler too, so we all kind of hung out. So we all hung out at the same bar because we all lived in Boca. So um, you know, we met Andy Roddick, and which is cool because like we knew he was like a you know major tennis star. Um, so that night we were the challengers, and we uh, you know we do our match, and it's funny because I remember uh, we came out to the ring, and you know our crew was sitting front row. Uh, this this there was a couple thousand people at the show, and he was. I remember we looked over. And our crew was there, you know, like, ah, you know, whatever. Um, can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Settle you, settle you shit over there. What's going on? Yeah. No, that my headphone died. So, um, he, I remember looking into the crowd. I, I can even tell you, this is how much it's burned into my head. I can tell you where they were sitting, the side of the building, everything. And I looked over and all our boys are like, yeah. And Andy Roddick has a beer in his hand which he's holding like way up in the air and he is going nuts. He had never been to a live event wrestling show ever. Uh, and he is just like, just totally nerding out to wrestling, right. To us, like, you know, we, 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 we know him. So from the bar and this and that. So anyway, we win the tag team titles that night. We win the titles. We're the champions, you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 Afterward, we all go back to Boca, which is about a 30 minute drive from the venue to meet at the bar where we all hang out. And uh, we get back in the bar that night, and uh, me and Eric got there a little bit later than them, obviously, because we had to get, you know, leave the show, get paid, wait for Bobby to pay us, all that shit. 
So we get there, and Andy Roddick, number one tennis player in the world, is we walk in, and he is just like, first of all, he's lit. He's hammered drunk, <laughs> and he is so excited to see me and Eric because I think in his mind he thought it was real. Like, <laughs> like he didn't real like, he, and he. We come in, and he's like, oh, my boys. Like, you know, we're hugging him. and you know, ah. Everybody's going crazy in the bar. And they're like, the tag team champions. He's like, where are the belts? And we're like, they're in the car. He's like, get the belts. <laughs> so Eric, go outside. We get the belts. We walk back in with the belts. And everybody's like, you know, going crazy. And the whole bar is packed. And everybody's going crazy like we really won the world championship. Uh, and Andy Roddick takes the belts, and he puts them over his shoulders. And... That's the last we saw of the belts the whole night. He walked around the bar with the belts like he was the tag team champion. Uh, and he was, I mean, he was just showing it off to everybody. And he would tell them, my boys won the titles tonight. They're the tag team champions. And we're like, that's the number one in the world. Listen, but so that night. Out of curiosity. How, yeah. I know he's like huge in the tennis world, but what does that translate to in the real world? Does he get recognized by random people? Like when you're hanging out at the bar? Uh, not, you know, not when he's drawing attention to himself, but just in general or at the show when he's like at one of your wrestling things, do people know who he is or is so, he just another person at the show? Nobody recognized him. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. Wrestling, 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 wrestling. and uh, tennis probably don't overlap that much. But now like back at home, cause he was from there, like everybody knew him too. So, oh, you so know, obviously like, people were coming up to him and, you know, Hey, what's up, Andy? You know, he don't know them. And he was like, what's up, guys? You know, but nobody was like, they were cool with him. Uh, yeah, I just didn't know, local... like, I, you're being a, like, a number one ranked tennis player. Right. Are you still kind of anonymous outside of the tennis world? Like, can you go places and not be recognized? I, I, I just, I no, don't people, know. People knew him in the bar. Like, they knew. And, yeah. and it was like, they, they also, they knew because he lived in the town. They knew that the number one tennis player in the world was from there. Right. Like, so, right. you know. You know, but I think it was they see him in a bar acting like, you know, and we had our own little spots and so nobody really came and Punisher was there. And nobody's going to walk past a seven footer and try anything. Right. So um, a seven foot, like 350 pound monster. Uh, but yeah, so he's got the belts and all this. Well, at this time, he was dating Mandy Moore, the famous singer at the time. And he calls Mandy on his phone. He's got her on speakerphone, and he's telling Mandy Moore, like, he's totally hammered, and he's just telling her about the night. Like, I went to my first wrestling. My boys won the titles. And she's just like, I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> like, totally clueless to what he's screaming about, yelling about. Uh, and you could tell he was probably getting some heat from her because, like, he's hammered, number one. He's out at a bar. He went to a wrestling show. He's just blabbering stuff. She's probably like, who tag team what? Uh but I, I remember that because he's like, let's call Mandy. I was like, let's call Mandy. I was like, <laughs> you know, like ironically, like, though, ironically, though, you, you would think that if she had like maybe hung out with you guys once, like met you and right. then also went with him to this event and had like a drink or two to loosen up just a little bit and saw people she knew doing this crazy thing and winning at the, that she probably would have had a great time. She would have, because it was a really that event was really fun. Like I right, remember, right, right. But but, but being called yeah. like in the middle of the night by a drunk boyfriend Literally, talking about I mean, pro wrestling. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it was late. It was midnight, you know. Um, so we we partied, and it ended up we started to uh, we partied that night with him. He, I mean, pranced around with the belts, but that wasn't the end of it. He. Like, I, we exchanged numbers. He started wanting to come to the shows, and he started coming. He had been to, like, 
he started coming to them like more regularly uh just with the group of guys but he enjoyed it he enjoyed the wrestling he enjoyed the you know all of that he enjoyed drinking i guess um but you know he was like a staple so like you know andy roddick is he's big tennis player like you said number one guy he's watching me and eric wrestle as if we're the famous ones and i'm like you're the guy making millions i make i get a hot dog and a handshake you know i'm, right. I'm lucky i'm lucky i made 50 bucks tonight well, uh well yeah you might your biggest payday right. is probably from a rat later well well not you know in those days though i will say you know we were taken care of way better um you know the envelopes were a lot heavier back in that day right uh you know i don't know where bobby was getting the money from but whatever i mean <laughs> you know, 200, 250 a night wasn't bad. So we, um, we ended up, yeah, like I said, he ended up coming to the shows. We hung out with him at the bar a lot. Uh, you know, it was just, it was always a good time. He was crazy wild. Well, obviously he goes on to be the number one tennis player in the world. He's, you know, uh, goes his way. I go my way. Well, in 2004, Nick was born. Nick the Dick was born and in Boca Raton. And we, uh, I want to say this was probably 2005 this happened, maybe 2006. Uh, Nick was a baby, and we I had him in the shopping cart. We were at going to Publix, and I, I do my shopping in Publix. He's in the little baby seat doing our shopping. Uh, you know, I've lost touch with Andy Roddick over the years, and we're doing shopping. And I get my stuff, and I'm leaving, and I'm walking out in the parking lot, and this guy's walking towards me, and he's like, hey. And uh, I don't even break stride because I'm like, who the fuck is this jabron? And I just keep walking and I said, hey, and I kept going because I was like, I don't know this guy. Well, I get like a little bit past him, maybe, you know, I don't know, 10, 15 feet. And I turn around and he's still standing in the same spot. He said hi to me, but he's looking back at me like Did this guy just blow past me. And uh, he waves and I just waved like, I don't know. And I, he keeps going, and I get in the car. I put Nick in the baby seat. I get in the car, and I'm like, who the fuck was that guy? Like, I think in my head, I like he know he looked familiar, but I wasn't sure. Um, and I was like, man, he was really disappointed, like that I didn't stop and have a conversation. And it hit me. That was Andy fucking Roddick. I blew him off. You I fucking big timed Andy Roddick, your good friend, your drinking buddy. The guy that came to shows right. and supported you. I mean, that's rough. I, I feel his heartbreak. I mean, it was it was years later. I, you know, a lot of hits to the head. I got a child. I, and it just didn't dawn on me till I got in the car. And I was like, oh, my God. I will tell you, though, to this day, it bothers me that I blew Andy Roddick off it at Publix. It, it bothers me, too. And I'm just hearing the story now. Uh, I'm sure bothers him to this day he's probably like a dickhead was a world champion we partied together and he blew me off i blew off the number one tennis player in the world i i just i didn't recognize him in the quick i don't know what happened i don't know a lot going on it's not even that he's the number one tennis player in the world he was your pal i mean he was like he right was, i know i mean you got you guys ran as a pack for a little while at that bar i mean and i remember like i i got home you know i got home that that day and I uh, I called Eric and I said, "Hey, I just saw Andy Roddick." He's like, "Oh, how's he doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. I blew right past him." I was like, "I just kept going." He's like, "What?" I'm like, "I didn't recognize him at first. I was confused. I didn't know." I said, "I just got." He's like, "You blew past him." I'm like, "I I got right in the car and I thought about it after." I go, and he had this look of I 
I can sit here and visualize. I can tell you what lane we were in at Publix. The Publix is still there. I know where we were, exact spot. If me and you went there today, I could recreate the situation. I almost want to. I almost want to do like a, a recreation of this scene with this with us talking just with this audio over it. I mean, this- I I not even I can picture the exact spot where he was still standing when I turned around with this look of like sadness over his face and and the wave and I just kind of waved back like who the fuck is this jerk off and uh oh my god yeah it was Andy Roddick blew him right off so I mean I mean here's 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 where you and I diverge a little uh and this may be because I don't have kids uh I would <laughs> I would have left the car running with the kid in it and run back in and at least said something to him wow I mean plus it's I might be biased because it's Nick the dick and like you know you know, what, right, right. You know, whatever. But I mean, what could happen in like in like four minutes? You know, you can't do that. Or or grab the kid, tuck him under your arm, and run back in. I mean, I would have I would have gone and and at least said hi to the guy and said, "I'm sorry, I totally just didn't. Re- I just it didn't register. I hadn't seen you in a while, and I got this. Stu- I, I, I got register. this stupid kid now, and he's driving me crazy, and I'm not thinking straight." And- <laughs> Right, so now I don't know where Andy Roddick is, and I mean, who knows? He could have been following my life for the last, uh, you know, since two thousand six or whatever. Maybe he knows. He maybe he listens. I, I don't know. I think you're dead to him. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, and that he has, uh, he still carries that heat with him. Like he's still like that. I feel like as much as it sticks with you, it sticks with him. I think he I'm, he can bother. He could probably point to the spot in the asphalt he was standing in, and uh, and the row of cars you were where you were parked. I bet he that was his his beautiful wife, Brooklyn Decker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what happened here is you also missed an opportunity. You had lost touch with him. You could have run back in there, said, "Hey, how you doing?" Exchanged numbers again. You could have like you could have had a friendship to this day. Instead, you're a man telling a tale of regret here on a podcast no one listens to. I mean, you know, your 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 life could be way different. We could have uh, had him. We could have had we, dude. We should try and have him on. I I'm gonna send. I'm gonna tag him and ask him to listen to this, and see if he wants to. Uh... <laughs> I, I I doubt the guy that's worth millions and millions of dollars is gonna give two shits about this situation. I I feel like the man that. Uh, knew you well and came to your shows and rooted for you might, might be interested in, uh, in giving his two cents on this. I think that like, I, I wouldn't say he knew me well. Like we, it's like we hung out at the bar, but oh, it's oh, not. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, well, it's not like when I went home, I was like, you know, texting him like, Hey, how's the tennis game? No, no, like, no. But I mean, but like when you saw each other hanging out, you know, you guys spent time together, you know? I can't even remember the name of the bar. That's the worst part. Packies? But, no, it wasn't Packies. But the guy who owned the guy who's the runs Packies now ran that other bar. Oh, okay. That's who. He's my boy, my boy Sammy. But that was a safe uh, bet for me. That's the only bar I know. <laughs> yeah, well, Packies has been a turn of time. That's so. the that's the New York Giants bar, right? Uh, Jets bar, isn't it? New York Jets. I oh, thought. Jesus. Yeah. So I thought they showed I thought they showed Giants games there, not Giants. Maybe they should. Maybe it's a New York bar. That's why they just showed no, New York just stuff. Both of it, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's my story. But you know what? This sparked me. I think I got to tell more wrestling stories on here, All right? Because oh, I for sure you do. I, 
so many stories, so many stories of just incidents in the ring and weird things that have happened. And um, I think that's what's interesting, not talking how fat we are. Uh, I mean, not in depth. <laughs> You're taking the Billy criticism to heart a little bit about how he there's he can't sit through us just talking about food we ate and how fat we are. Uh, you also got to understand that <laughs> I, I assume there's a little bit of like uh, – of billy just being billy in that but but i agree to the extent that we sometimes do it for sure uh right so we, we're gonna tell more wrestling stories we're gonna tell we, i'm gonna tell more this life is, this is like the third time we vowed to do this but uh right, right. <laughs> oh yeah it's, you know, people it's just like it's just like our diet people like <laughs> our people like our uh loss prevention stories i should tell more of those a week later no no nothing, nothing. right all right, we gotta get back into good stories because this that was a it's a good one. But yeah, I I uh I got nothing else today. That's it, really. I mean, that's that you 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 came and delivered. I think that. Uh... Can we wait? Can we say it again? Let me record that. What? <laughs> I came and delivered for once. <laughs> for once, for once. Yeah. You left. Yeah. You left a shirt with some writing on it, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, and I, I am going to reach out to Eric and see if he still has the shirt because uh, and Bobby may even have one somewhere because that shirt needs to be seen by the world because it is ridiculous. ridiculous. I mean, I can, I can create a visual in my head of what I think it looked like, and I'm sure it's within the ballpark, but I would be curious to see what this shirt looked like. And the funny thing is, is we'll end it with this, is when the shirts came out, you know, my mom and dad were very active going to my matches. And when the shirt came out, my mom's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? She's like, what? Why would Bobby make that? I was like, he's a sick fuck, that Bobby Rod. <laughs> uh, you know, she thought it was, a, a, she was like, oh my God, like, how could you wear that? I'm like, I was like, the ladies, mom. She's like, it's disgusting. <laughs> when? Yeah. Okay. So here's a question for you before we get mm-hmm. off the air. At, at what age were you uh, where and I assume these revelations came at individual times for each parent. Did your mother and your father realize what a savage animal you really were? <laughs> they still don't know. Come on. <laughs> Are you sure? I think, I, I mean, it, not when not when you got in trouble for banging the neighbor's wife. Not, not okay. even then. All right. That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that was pretty, I mean, they were, they knew, they had heard, you know, they were in the... <laughs> They were in the backwash of that one, so to speak. Uh, you know, uh, so I, yeah. I'm just curious, like when when they realized that their angel was more of like a man whore, <laughs> savage. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I'm just curious, like if your dad one day was like, "Listen, I get it. I, I see now." Yeah, I, I mean, I just remember him coming into the. And I know we've talked about this, the house that day when I look across the street on Halloween and he's talking to the neighbor's husband who disappeared for forever and came back and he opened the door and he goes, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> and, I, and I just went, what? <laughs> were you, wait, so you were just watching from the window, them have a conversation and going, what are, what could they possibly be talking about? I looked through the, uh through the dining room window and i'm like oh and i see him showing him the phone i was like this is not good <laughs> worlds are colliding <laughs> right. I was like, this is not supposed to happen oh my god <laughs> right. all right well uh yeah. I, I think 
we're I think I'm done with you. I think we we've got what we came for here, and uh, we can we can uh, continue with our lives for another two days. All right. Well, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna go work out. All right, I'm I'm gonna try and tag him and see if he responds to this, because why? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it's it's obviously something he would remember. So, and maybe he can sit back and hear that you're filled with regret, regret and uh, and maybe we could patch things back up between you two. You know, I, you know, he probably wants no part of me. <laughs> he probably doesn't, but at at the same time, maybe he'll 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 find this amusing and uh, and go, yeah, I was there for that. I mean, look, I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, his highlight of his his $20 million career, by the way, that I'm looking up, he's made $20 million. Um, I'm pretty sure yeah, that... Yeah, but uh, what does that mean? Like, he's still a fucking person. It's like, it doesn't matter how much you... I, like, if just because I became rich well, doesn't mean I would stop, like, uh, hanging out with you and talking to you. You'd still be my friend. You know what I mean? No, like you're. I'm, I'm saying, like, you know... I, his, you know, I'm sure playing in Wimbledon and the U S winning the U S open. And no, you know, I think this is the memory that sits with him the most, the day you fucking big timed him. And, uh, he realized you weren't his friend. I mean, the guy's in the tennis hall of fame. He doesn't care about Tommy Vandal. <laughs> he doesn't now. That's for sure. No, no, <laughs> he doesn't. Oh man. He made $20 million. Dead to him. He, he canceled you that day. Oh, I mean, it was pretty shit. shitty, and you should have run back in. I'm just saying. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> I mean, listen, you could always have another kid if you fucking got into a longer conversation and Nick overheated in the car. <laughs> <laughs> kid Jesus. can't grow. Kid can't. You. Bye. Goodbye. Kid can't even grow a mustache. We'll use to see. All right. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye.